When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. In certain areas, see website for details. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty, five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning. How was the holiday weekend? Did you have a little extended time with family? How about the drive home yesterday? I'm Pam Yankee, and I can tell you I was right along with you on the roadways over the weekend. And boy, it really depended on where you were as far as the challenges you faced. Uh, northeast Wisconsin, up by the home farm, we got hit with a lot of snow. So did folks in northwest Wisconsin, central Wisconsin. But folks in the La Crosse area, maybe not as much as you had previously thought. And then along the lakeshore, what did you see? Madison's got basically zero snow on the ground. We'll talk weather with Stu Macher, Ag Meteorologist, in about 15 minutes. Weather-wise for today, sunshine, but not all that warm. 32 are expected high for today. Overnight lows down to 24. For tomorrow, partly sunny skies, 37. Wednesday, sunny skies and 36. Thursday, sunny skies and 39. So it looks like we are going to see that weather pattern settle down a little bit. Like I said, Stu will tell us more about that. Up before 6 o'clock, it's one of my favorite conferences out of the calendar year. Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin bringing farmers and food industry leaders together later this week for their annual Food Summit. Shelly Meyer, their executive director, is going to be joining us live before we hit 6 o'clock to give you a couple reasons why you want to attend. And markets look pretty strong in overnight electronic trade as we roll into the first week of December. Stick around for all the details. In farming, getting things done early has a way of setting you up for success, like using Corvus for an early season win over weeds. Corvus keeps even the toughest weeds from gaining a foothold. Multiple sites of action deliver superior control of emerged weeds. And later, Corvus reactivates with just a half inch of rain to take out any new weeds that may have sprouted. So get an early season win against weeds with Corvus for end of season rewards. Always read and follow label instructions. Corvus is a restricted use pesticide. One thing I've learned since I've joined this radio industry is when the Allison Dairyland shows up, they're always good treats staring me in the face. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Pam, Abigail Martin this year's Allison Dairyland popped in the other day, and the things that she has to show for the holidays with something special from Wisconsin it is special. Absolutely, Scott. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee, southern end of the world's longest barn, where Abigail Martin, our 72nd Alice in Dairyland, came into the studios. As Scott said, she's always got some great uh, samples of Wisconsin goodness. And honestly, a lot of people across the state do probably struggle a little bit when it comes to gift-giving ideas or unique ways to entertain during the holidays. Well, Abigail's got all kinds of suggestions. I wanted to start, though, with her schedule. Like Scott pointed out, she works very hard to make sure that she's reaching out to media outlets all across the state, radio, television, print, and social media. I asked her, after all these years that the Alice in Dairyland program has been around, the something special from Wisconsin message has been shared, do media outlets still welcome Alice in Dairyland? 
Well, yes, definitely. Thanks for having me on, Pam. They are welcoming, and I've had the opportunity to get into almost all TV stations that cover Wisconsin and radio stations, some podcasts even. So they're definitely welcoming. They're excited to talk about Wisconsin agriculture and its importance to our state, especially around this holiday season. And their viewers are interested in knowing, how can I shop local? How can I support farmers? What can I do to help? Now, when the microphone's off, the camera stops. What do those media folks ask you? Is it still about the position or are they curious about recipes? What conversation do you have after the camera's off? They are. They're curious about myself. My background in agriculture, obviously coming from a dairy farm, is unique, so I love to share that. And they're also curious about how the farmers are doing. You know, for the most part, they seem in tune to the really tough season that it's been this year and for the past couple of years. So they're wondering, what's it like out there? Are the farmers getting their crops in? How is it going? So I'm glad that they're asking and that they're concerned and I'm able to share, you know, there still is corn standing in the field. And obviously, they can see that driving to work. They can see machinery still out in the field. So I'm glad they're concerned, and I'm happy to be able to talk about how hard it's been for our farmers this year. Yeah, you may be the only connection they actually come in contact with that is connected to real Wisconsin agriculture. So let's put the emphasis instead on the holiday gift-giving time of the year. Abigail, we've got a lot of folks that do want to do something to help farmers help our Wisconsin agribusiness. And you have got literally a plethora of opportunities sitting before us today here in the studio. Uh, We always like to remind people If you're looking for a way to touch Wisconsin agriculture, no better place to start than our Something Special from Wisconsin campaign. Definitely. You've got it right, Pam. The Something Special from Wisconsin campaign is really unique to our state. Businesses that participate guarantee at least half of the ingredients, production, or processing come from right here in Wisconsin. So it's a wonderful program to support year-round, but especially when you're choosing those gifts for friends and family on your list. A great example of a company is Beans and Cream Bakery and Coffee House over in Sun Prairie, not too far from here. And they roast coffee locally in great holiday flavors and have baked goods that they make using plenty of real Wisconsin dairy. Excellent, excellent. You know, and the thing that some people don't realize is that something special from Wisconsin logo that you can see on products and goods, uh, those companies pay to be involved in that program. It's not just something that they, you know, just kind of copy on. There's, like you said, there's some standards, and it's actually an organized program through the Department of Agriculture. Yes, it is. It's through the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, so it's a certifiable program. You can stand behind and trust what the logo means. You mentioned the logo. It's a red circle or oval logo with white and yellow lettering. It says something special from Wisconsin, so really easy to identify in the store. And let's talk a little bit. The diversity is amazing. I mean, I think sometimes people automatically uh, go to maybe our cheese or food specifics. But in regards to gift giving ideas can be a lot of different things. Definitely. There's a lot of great ideas. You mentioned cheese. I had to bring cheese. We're in Wisconsin. I got cheese from Widmere's Cheese Cellars. They're a fourth-generation cheese-making company. They have these great cheese boxes already put together. You don't even have to think about it. You can easily ship them out of state and give some Wisconsin love out there. I also brought cheese from Eckerman Sheep Company. So you heard that right? Sheep Company. So our sheep, they have a flock of sheep, and they milk their sheep. And with that milk, they turn it into some delicious cheese and be a great conversation starter to talk about, you know, We have milk from cows and goats and sheep here in Wisconsin. 
You bet. That's for sure. And then let's talk about some of the meat products, too. It's not segregated just to dairy. We've got so much diverse Wisconsin agriculture. Everybody can get in on this side of something special from Wisconsin. You've got it right. we got Dreamy 280 Meats from Mount Horeb, also really close by. And they have their own herd of beef cattle that are fed with crops grown right there on their farm. And they have snack sticks, so perfect. If you're on the go this holiday season, grab some snack sticks. they got beef strips and barbecue-flavored beef strips. Great to... Use as stocking stuffers, or as I said, grab on the go. No, we're not just talking about those those gift-giving ideas. Obviously, the cheese, the snack pieces, and even the coffee, for that matter, you're going to be doing holiday entertaining. This is the time of the year, folks, when the dairy industry turns to you. If you're doing holiday entertaining, always from Thanksgiving to the... Uh, the Super Bowl Sunday. That is our biggest time of the calendar year for dairy demand. And if I'm running short on ideas on how to incorporate Wisconsin dairy into my holiday entertaining, aside from gift giving, Abigail, you've got some excellent companies that are ready to help. Definitely. So first of all, we always encourage cook with Wisconsin butter this holiday season. You know, that definitely makes uh, desserts and recipes taste better when the butter is fresh. And I also have a recipe here I brought in today. It features a something special from Wisconsin member, Spark Spices. So I used their Zesty Snap Spice. I mixed it with cream cheese, sour cream. So there we go, those Wisconsin dairy products, and dried Wisconsin cranberries. So it's kind of that sweet and savory dish and perfect to put out when you're entertaining your guests this season. Now, if I'm trying to find out about these companies uh, these products. If I is there a website for something special for Wisconsin? How do I find all of these great vendors to start my holiday list? So all of these great vendors that I've been talking about, these businesses and hundreds of more can be found on somethingspecialwi.com. That's the Something Special from Wisconsin website. You can browse by category or location and really find those gifts for everyone on your list. Do we have any kind of description of the the business, how they come to be a part of Something Special from Wisconsin? Because I think that little backstory can really help too. Yes, there's descriptions on the website, but the best part is there's links to all of the company websites. So you can get right on the company's website, find out about their family, their story, and you can order online. I encourage people, you know, when you're ordering gifts this season, remember to think local and order some of these local Wisconsin products for the gifts. Absolutely. And our cheesemakers, as you pointed out before, they're ready. Game on. Uh, have you been talking to the folks at Widmer's or any of the other locations? Are they doing okay keeping up already with early day, early holiday demand? Uh, yes. I mean, this is the time that people are buying cheese. I remember I worked at the Babcock Hall Dairy Store for three years in college. And we like September, October, we were gearing up like how much cheese can we make and get in the cooler so it's aging and getting ready to go for the holiday season and then cutting the cheese like crazy and packaging. This is the time to buy cheese, make those holiday cheese boards that are very popular, you know, get some Wisconsin cheese out there. So yeah, gearing up for the holiday season. And you mentioned an excellent in with your recipe, your dip. Pairings. A lot of Wisconsin agricultural goods go good together. It's not just cheese and uh, sausage, per se. You mentioned we've got those cherries, we've got cranberries, we've got a lot of pairings that we can do, and your site, your blog can help them walk that, too. Definitely. Right now, I'm working on a blog about cheese and wine pairings. So we have a lot of great wineries here in Wisconsin. The Wisconsin Winery Association are members of the Something Special from Wisconsin program, so talking about that. But yeah, unique things you never would have thought about, cranberries and spices and all these great recipes. I'm sharing a bunch on my social media platforms, so follow along. Alice in Dairyland is where you want to look across all the social media platforms. And now there are those items that you only think about once a year, but we want you to think Wisconsin. 
Abigail, you've got a beautiful little display, our Wisconsin Christmas tree growers, very close to my heart, hardworking folks. Uh, they do not only trees, they've got wreaths, they've got boughs. Uh, we've got a lot of one-time-out-of-the-year folks that we don't want you to miss by just going possibly to a local lot and thinking that tree is from Wisconsin. Get the real story. Definitely. We have over 800 Wisconsin Christmas tree farms in Wisconsin. So they're really important to support this time of year. You want to be sure to choose real Christmas trees and real wreaths because they're recyclable and will decompose after the year. So great for the environment. And like you said, maybe you don't have room for a tree or a wreath in your small apartment or house. There's great decorations. I have a tabletop display here so you can get the smell of real evergreen trees while also supporting those local Christmas tree farms. Please, this year of all years, think local. When it comes to helping Wisconsin agriculture, our farmers, each and every one of them, will appreciate it for sure after a challenging growing season, a challenging time as far as commodity prices are concerned. Make that uh, special effort for something special from Wisconsin and have a story to tell your guests and family members. In studio, sharing her story with us today, Abigail Martin. She's our 72nd with Wisconsin Allison Dairyland. And don't forget, as always, follow along with her travels through the course of her activities. Uh, you can do that across all social media channels, as well as via her blog. Just look for Alice in Dairyland. I'm Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, the end of the calendar year is right around the corner. Time to make some decisions. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yonke here from my buddies at Zimbrick Chevrolet Main Street, Sun Prairie. Yeah, I know. It's only November, but you need to talk to your tax advisor right now. See if buying a new vehicle for your business is going to reduce your tax bill. It's called Section 179, and lots of Chevy vehicles qualify. To use the 179 deduction, you need to do a couple things. The vehicle has to be titled in the company's name. It has to be used for business at least 50% of the time, and it's got to be placed into service before the end of this calendar year. Chuck Ebbs, my buddy that's working in the fleet and commercial area, can help you out, or any of the staff at Zimbrick Chevrolet. Remember, they are a business elite dealer. That means you get extended service hours, work-ready loaners, and a smiling face in Chuck Ebbs that can work you through all of the right business decisions. Find out more today. Zimbrick Chevrolet, Main Street, Sun Prairie. SSS.gov presents the world's easiest to-do list. Done. It's quick, it's simple, and it'll keep you out of trouble and eligible for great benefits. If you're a man turning 18, go to SSS.gov and register with the Selective Service System. Done. It's an easy way to keep the door open to great benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. Go to SSS.gov and register now. Done. See, that was quick. Deep history and beautiful scenery. That's what you're in for if you join me on our next agriculture adventure. I'm Pam Yonke, inviting you to come along. We're headed to Scotland and Northern Ireland, September 15th through the 25th. We'll tour the iconic Edinburgh Castle, explore the titanic Belfast Museum, and view breathtaking Giant's Causeway. For details, email me, Pam, at MidwestFarmReport.com or call 800-826-2266.
If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Yonke. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, 520 now on a Monday morning, and it looks like weather-wise, things are finally starting to settle down. But man, what a challenging holiday weekend for a lot of folks. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. And I, of course, I was up at the home farm. And uh, at first blush, when I left uh, middle of last week, it looked like we were going to be in great shape because... Uh, most of the storm was concentrated up uh, far northwest Wisconsin. But by the time I left the farm yesterday, man, we had had a slug of snow. What do you know on totals so far this morning? Boy, it's hard to add up. I haven't gotten any fresh totals from Sunday, but early Sunday morning, when you look at Ashland and Bayfield, 14, 15 plus inches, and it still snowed for a few hours up there. And you look toward the Fox Valley and north, anywhere from five to eight and nine inches up toward uh, west of Green Bay and up in the Door Peninsula. So it was a real wintry mess. Fortunately enough, a little further off to our north, well, here's Solon Springs up in Douglas, 17.2 inches. That was yesterday morning at 7 a.m. They still had snow in the day. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was uh, pretty wintry to the north. Here in the south, we all fared a whole lot better, not a whole lot of precipitation. I mean, I added up the rain reports throughout the weekend, four-tenths of an inch. Now, that includes some snowflakes, but four-tenths of an inch at Madison, 61 hundredths at La Crosse, 51 hundredths at Fond du Lac. Oh, sure, we've got an inch and a half, two inches of kind of sloppy snow on the ground here in the Fond du Lac area, but it all adds up to that just about half inch of rain, which was way more than we needed. Better news this week. Oh my goodness. You look at the forecast this week and it's going to feature sunshine and dry weather. One small disturbance will swing through out of the Northwest. High pressure is building in today. That little disturbance will swing in. What I expect is clouds develop for all of us overnight and we'll have some clouds to start the day Tuesday by Tuesday night and Wednesday, skies clear out again, sun returns, temperatures up and down a little bit, cooler than yesterday and cooler than normal today, back up around or above normal Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, probably the coolest day of the week, and then with some sunshine, we warm up in the weekend. You notice I haven't said anything about precipitation. We really don't have any kind of an organized system to worry about till about next Sunday. I'll have forecast details right after this. In farming, getting things done early has a way of setting you up for success. Like using Corvus for an early season win over weeds. Corvus keeps even the toughest weeds from gaining a foothold. Multiple sites of action deliver superior control of emerged weeds. And later, Corvus reactivates with just a half inch of rain to take out any new weeds that may have sprouted. So get an early season win against weeds with Corvus for end of season rewards. Always read and follow label instructions. Corvus is a restricted use pesticide. Compeer Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compeer Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our unique perspective finds solutions to your challenges. And our specially trained financial team guides you every step of the way. Partner with us to make your goals possible. Compeer.com. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2019, all rights reserved. All righty, Stu, give us some of the good news coming our way this week. Oh, and it's about time. Mostly sunny skies this Monday. 
I have to remember where my sunglasses are. Hope I need them. Mostly sunny today. Those what I really expect. We ought to be in the lower mid thirties, maybe a 34 or 35 here. Could be a couple of upper twenties further north. North winds about five to 15. Now clouds will develop overnight. We drop to the low twenties. The northwest winds five to 10. They become south late in the night. A cloudy start Tuesday, but skies start to clear. We'll still climb back into the upper 30s tomorrow. South winds 8 to 18 becoming westerly. Mostly sunny again by Wednesday. Mid-30s, northwest winds at 5 to 10. Could be close to 40 on Thursday with sun, Pam. All of a sudden, it sounds like fall returns a little bit. Well, I'll take a little bit. After what we put up with, that's good news. Thanks, Stu. Have a great day. See you later. Stu Muck is our ag meteorologist with those weather details joining us live via Skype. Now, around the state, you better take it easy a little bit this morning because there's still slick spots out there. Lacrosse, be careful. You're clear in 23. Mauston, again, slick spots, clear in 25. Fond du Lac, cloudy in 28. Oshkosh, cloudy in 27 at the airport. Madison, cloudy skies, 28 degrees. Catching up with Shelly Meyer from Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin. She's an early riser. She's going to join us on the phone and tell us about the upcoming Dairy Insight Summit after 5.30. It's 5.25. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. You need corn hybrids with genetics and traits bred and tested in local conditions. I'm Shannon Latham. That's what you get from family-owned, proudly independent Latham High Tech Seeds. Numbers developed for your fields. New Star 4795 VT Double Pro Rib features great disease tolerance. Five-time first test winner 5245 VT Double Pro Rib is a Goss Boss. And 5739 Smart Stacks Rib is a widely adapted gladiator hybrid. Pick the best field by field at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. There is no reason to be intimidated by words like gold, diamonds, jewels. No reason at all, especially when you stop into Goodman's Jewelers, 220 State Street, same location they've been at for over 85 years because they haven't been in business that long by intimidating people. They've been in that business by having beautiful pieces at all price points, whether it be an engagement ring, a wedding band, a pendant, maybe even a necklace, birthday, anniversaries, so many different occasions to give such beautiful jewelry that is very affordable. And of course, they've got the bling bling the shine and diamonds but they also have a great selection of other exotic gemstones and a lot of the cuts that are super hot these days they may have that traditional feel that traditional customer service but they also have the new modern looks of today stop in and take a look at their jewelry case talk to the staff find out what it is that they have and what it is that they can create go online goodmansjewelers.com Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. 
Whether you are going on a short vacation or consider yourself a snowbird, it is important to prep your home before you leave. Madison Area Crime Stoppers and the Madison Police Department Crime Prevention Unit have 10 safety tips for you. Number one, make sure all of your exterior doors and windows are locked and then double check them all. Number two, make sure someone will shovel your sidewalk. Number three, have someone you trust check on your house every day or every other day. Number four, leave a contact number with a neighbor in case of an emergency. Tip number five, stop your mail and newspapers. Number six, make sure you have lights set on automatic timers and install exterior motion lights if you don't have them. Number seven, encourage a neighbor with more than one vehicle to park their vehicle in your driveway or garage. Number eight, don't mention that you're away on social media sites. Not only does it tell thieves you're away, but it's free information for scammers. Tip number nine, make an inventory list with photos of all your valuables. And tip number 10, make sure to sign up for Madison Police Department's vacation watch service. You can visit at madisonpolice.com for more information. This is one of the trips you will never forget. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee inviting you to join us on our next agriculture adventure to Scotland and Northern Ireland. Castles, cows, and culture, that's some of what we've got in store. We'll start with three nights in Glasgow. Cruise Loch Lamont. Tour the Inverary Castle. Then it's on to Edinburgh and capital cities of Belfast and Dublin. Along the way, we'll visit an Irish dairy farm and an expansive rural life museum. Let's not forget about the Titanic Belfast Museum and a breathtaking view of Giant's Causeway. It's all included, along with your airfare, accommodations, and more. Get details. Call 800-826-2266. You can send me an email, pam at midwestfarmreport.com or go to holidayvacations.com and enter keyword PAM. Scotland and Northern Ireland, September 15th through the 25th. Join us. It might just be the neighbor letting their dog poop in your yard again, but having outdoor lights that sense movement are great when you want to know what's creeping around. We have lower maintenance and lower cost safety and security lights ready to put the spotlight on spot. This is Scott from Ever Ready Electric. Before our family became electricians, we were busy farming. That's where we get our Ever Ready work ethic. EverReadyElectric.net. We are Ever Ready. There's a lot at stake, obviously, tomorrow, RJ. We put uh, these choices on our Twitter poll. Uh, what would you put as the biggest deal tomorrow? Getting back the axe, uh, getting back the Big Ten West crown, or what I think, what it should be, and this is the only one that's not known, um, would be a chance for the Rose Bowl because I still believe the winner of this game, assuming Ohio State beats in the Big Ten Championship game and goes to the college football playoff, should at least be slotted for the Rose Bowl. So out of the Axe, the Big Ten West Championship, or the Rose Bowl, what would you put the biggest value on this game tomorrow? The Axe. See, every, yeah. anyone who's connected with the team, I'm, I always say it's like someone's going to say something differently, but Matt Bernstein said that. All our roundtable guys said that. Zach Heilprin said Anyone who covers or is connected with the team, everyone picks the X. Explain. Oh, it's it's ingrained in you. Um, you get there. You It's one of the few times where uh, during the week, the first team meeting of the week, they've always asked the entire staff to be in there. You go over the importance of it. You go over, you know, some of the history of it. Um I mean, they're just the the lore and stuff in the whole rivalry. Um, I mean, Bronco Nagurski, when he was like, he punched out a horse. Apparently, <laughs> like back man, in the would day. Peter be pissed today, RJ? Like, yeah, suck that, it, Peter. Back in the day when fights broke out at things and, and, and at games and stuff, he 
felt something nip on his shoulder and he punched out a horse because it was a police horse, not a person. Like <laughs> that's a I hell yeah. Not sure if that was a police horse. Yeah, like man, just think if you do that nowadays, you'd go <laughs> to the clink for a long time. But I mean, so horse like, lives matter, RJ. The, it's yeah, you you learn about that kind of stuff and you f- know why the the axe matters. Now the rest of it comes with the axe. So if you focus on winning the axe, the other two things have the great possibility of happening. Well, the 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 winning the Big Ten West will happen. Right. Um and then yeah, you have you set yourself up for a, a chance to go to the Rose Bowl or uh, the playoff. Is it true that there's like a loop of videos when like with the practice facilities and Camp Randall but leading up to this of them celebrating with the axe? Yeah. Like nonstop yep. loop? It's it's a nonstop loop of just axe celebrations. I don't know if they still do it, but yeah, on all the TVs during during Axe Week, uh, it was just a a loop of axe celebrations. You never saw Minnesota axe celebrations. Uh, you don't when when you take a picture with the axe, you hold out the side that has the red blade. You basically do not acknowledge that yellow side exists. So, like when Wisconsin has the axe, there it is. Um, you only see the red side, like. During this week, if we had the axe, the axe is at the entrance, uh, the tunnel to to the field. So you go by, you're told to touch the axe before practice, after practice. The axe goes to training table uh, for the meal. I mean, it's a part of the program. Uh, So you don't. You don't want to think of life without the axe. So, yeah, when it's there. The trophy case is empty. It's ingrained in you. Yeah. So what's uh, visiting with our Badger Insider, RJ, what's your, because Ebo and I were trying to do this exercise, and it is difficult uh, earlier in the show. Like, what is Minnesota, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's it's kind of the Wisconsin from two years ago version on the national stage where they didn't, you know, they were 12-0, and 0, but they didn't beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Minnesota's schedule up until Penn State, very unimpressive. Uh, that is an impressive win, beating the Nittany Lions. But then you go into Iowa, a competitive game, but you lose, and it's not like you know Iowa's special. They're they're good. So what do you? I mean, what is Minnesota? Are they a team that is you know what the handicappers have at a couple points worse than Wisconsin? Are we underselling them? Are are they you know better than even people are giving them credit for at eight? Like, what do you think the Gophers are? I I think they're better than a lot of people are giving them credit for, but they're still lapses in big games from their coach. Like, Is it just because we don't want to admit it, though, that they're good? I just said they're better than we give them credit for. I know, but it's Minnesota. Like, <laughs> it Doesn't it irk you to say that they're good? Yeah. So they're better than we gave them credit for. <laughs> like, it's just, it's um, so, it bugs me. But, I mean, I think in big games, I think Penn State overlooked Minnesota no matter what James Franklin says. Because or, spoiler alert, it is Friday. They heard the bet of Ebo and this is the Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty, 535 now on a Monday morning. Coming up before 6 o'clock, she's an early riser like we are. Shelly Meyer, Executive Director, Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin. We're going to give her a call and find out about their Thursday Dairy Insight Summit. It's happening in the Madison area, and you're going to want to be around that table. Whether you're involved in dairy or just in Wisconsin agriculture, stick around for that. I'm Pam Yonke. 
Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Anchor News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. On this date, back in 2001, Enron filed for bankruptcy. Remember that Texas-based energy company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy after they found out that there was some accounting fraud in that company. And boy, did it change accounting in general across the countryside. That happened on this date back in 2001, and now you know. Well, you've made it through Black Friday. Saturday was Small Business Saturday. Today is Cyber Monday. For a lot of folks, trying to watch the budget during the holidays is a challenge. Peggy Olive, a financial capability advisor with the University of Wisconsin Extension System, has a little advice for you this year. People typically spend as much on themselves as they spend on others when they're out shopping just because they're surrounded with all these great deals and sales and it's they're getting in the spirit. So I would even suggest to people to make your gift list before you hit the stores or get on the internet, knowing how you might want to express your appreciation and your caring for the people around you within your budget. So think about what else you can offer in terms of your creativity, um, providing a service or homemade gifts or taking an elderly neighbor or relative out to the store in terms of helping them do some shopping or decorate. Peggy Olive, Financial Capability Advisor with University of Wisconsin Extension System. Like she said, especially on this Cyber Monday, think about that budget and other ways you might show your gratitude and appreciation for folks before you walk in that store or click on that mouse. It's 537. It's not surprising to any of my friends in farm country, this year has been a tough year, no matter what you grow or what you produce. Thank goodness we've got our buddies at McFarland's in the heart of Sauk City in our corner. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee reminding you that, you know, the staff at McFarland's have seen these challenging times before. They're ready to partner with you now to make it through the winter of 2018 into 2019. So when it comes to taking a look at your equipment, maybe there's something that's absolutely got to be upgraded, repaired, or refreshed. They can take care of you. And don't forget, McFarland's in that beautiful facility, 780 Carolina Street, can take care of it all under one roof. That's a weight off your shoulders, and they understand the difficult economic times. So if you're looking to try to replace a piece of equipment, they have a wealth of knowledge and a fantastic network. They'll go to the marketplace and try to find just what you need in the used category. Stop in. Visit with them today. They understand. McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City. All righty, markets finished in robust fashion on Friday with our corn market, our wheat market really gaining wheat double digits. Is it holding that momentum this morning? And what are traders talking about rolling into the first week of December? Mark Oppold joins us this morning with our bottom line. Well, we visited family in Wisconsin over the Thanksgiving holiday. We saw firsthand just how much corn is still in the fields, and it was mostly a rainy, windy weekend, so very little progress there. Interesting to see what the numbers show here in tonight's update. December corn now in delivery. It'll be interesting to watch the market here early week. December about a dime below where March is now. Soybeans lost about 18 to 20 cents last week. Soybean meal down nearly $3 a ton. The month oil seed crush released today. Estimates are above 186 million bushels. If so, that would be an all-time monthly record. This is the Bottom Line Report.
All righty. Thank you, Mark. In overnight electronic trade this morning, like he said, we're holding firm. Our December corn's up two right now at 373 and a quarter, with the March contracts up a penny, 382 and a quarter. January soybeans, three and three quarter cents higher at 880 and a half, with March contracts up four at 895 and a quarter. December wheat is still a penny and a quarter higher at 548 and three quarters, with July new crop down three quarters of a cent right now at 542 a bushel. Now, on Friday, there was no trade activity for barrel or black cheese or double-A butter. Fluid milk right now, December is up a penny, 1931 100 weight. January milk down a penny at 1880. February milk up four at 1817 100 weight. So our Wisconsin farmers did get a little good news last week. It all had to do with what was going on with our milk price. And the Wisconsin milk price actually broke the $20 plane for the first time since December of 2014. According to the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service, the October milk price was $20.50 a hundredweight. It's about $1.76 per gallon at the farm gate. That is 60 cents higher than September $2.70 higher than last October, and the first time Wisconsin's had $20 or better in milk price since December of 2014. Our Wisconsin milk price is also $0.60 cents higher than the all-milk price for the United States. The 24 major dairy-producing states had a milk price in uh, October of $19.90 a hundredweight. Idaho had the biggest price increase at $20.90 a hundredweight. But still, I think a lot of our Wisconsin dairy farmers, very pleased to say that milk price is uh, back over the $20 mark. Now just hoping that we're going to keep it there. All right, coming up next, we're keeping you up to date on what's happening with the professional dairy producers of Wisconsin later this week. They've got their annual food summit happening in Madison, one of my favorite conferences of the year. Shelley Meyer, executive director of the Wisconsin's PDPW group, going to join us with details on why you should attend next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Art doesn't see disabilities. That's because art is truly for everyone, all artists, ages, cultures, and abilities. But for individuals with disabilities, making art transforms not just them as creators, it transforms everyone around them. VSA Wisconsin has been changing lives through art for over 30 years. We provide accessibility and participation in all arts learning that enhance so many aspects of life. For thousands of Wisconsinites with disabilities, from three years old to seniors, we offer participation in music, visual art, creative writing, movement, and drama. What can VSA Wisconsin do for you? Inspire. You'll see at our programs, shows, events, and sales throughout the state. Attend classes and workshops taught by professional artists at the VSA Art Center in Madison. Or visit our gallery and shop and take some inspiration home. Visit us online at vsawis.org to volunteer, donate, to get informed, get involved, and get inspired by art all over again. You no longer have to hide your hands. Your hands have been taking care of everyone else. Isn't it time that you take care of your hands? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Did you know there are several aesthetic treatments that help your hands look brighter, healthier, and more youthful? Treatments such as broadband light and chemical or laser peels help with tone, texture, and getting rid of those stubborn age spots. 
Skin Type procedures can smooth out wrinkles and fine lines as well as add new collagen. Dermal filler like Restylane Lift is used to improve the volume in the back of the hands. The results are noticed immediately, giving you a fuller, more hydrated appearance. Most treatments can last over a year and are more affordable than you might think. Now you can show off your hands with confidence. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Chicken, sheep, and cows, oh my. It's time for the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, there are some people in this world that get up just as early as I do, and there are a lot of them that are dairy farmers. They're going to be curious about this next program we want to talk about. So we roll towards 6 o'clock on a Monday morning. I'm joined live uh, over the phone uh, by Shelly Meyer. She's uh, Executive Director of Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin. Coming up later this week on Thursday, we have got a fantastic seminar that's coming together. In fact, it's one of my most popular that I personally like to attend in a calendar year, the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin holding their annual Dairy Summit, which basically, Dairy Insight Summit, which basically does just that, helps dairy farmers get a better handle on the industry. What are the trends we're looking at? What do consumers want? What are processors talking about? What can we learn from other industries? And like I said, Shelly joining us live. You know, Shelly, this is one of those conferences where I wish that people would kind of drop everything for at least part of the day because there's so many conversations that happen at this Dairy Insight Summit that help explain what goes on in our dairy year. You know what I mean? It's everything that has an impact on us as dairy farmers. So yeah. we'd like to get get everybody together, and we've consolidated it down to a day because we know how important time is, especially this year where it seems like we're running out of time all the time. And so we're... Cracking it off with talking about what's happening in our checkoff program and what's happening in our markets. And I think that's the thing that's on the top of everybody's mind is, you know, what is the next year going to hold? But with that, we're bringing in CEO Chad Vinson, who's going to be talking about exactly what consumers are looking for, but what kind of progress have we made as we've trans, uh, really made a transition from Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board to Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin in the branding but beyond Chad, we're going to be bringing in someone who's on the front lines of selling Wisconsin cheese out of state. We know that a majority of our, uh, our uh, dollars come from out of state and out of this country sales, but how do we spend the checkoff program and where do they go and what kind of results are they generating and what's it like to be on that other side and representing Wisconsin's, yep. Wisconsin's brand? Yep, absolutely. Yep. You know, the other thing that I'm, I'm very curious to hear about is the poultry industry. I mean, if you look at some of the branding that's unfolded, not just this year, but last year, when it comes to poultry in this uh, country, the trends that consumers want, where they place their trust, really the dairy industry can take a page from the poultry industry, and you're bringing in some of the best to share that story. The poultry industry is one that we've, you know, we've often as a dairy sector tracked at a distance behind. If it's environmental, if it's at market trends, um, if it's at what the consumer is looking at, poultry will be a lap ahead, and it seems like dairy then at some point we cross those same lines. So that's exactly what we want to learn is what's coming down the pike by looking at what poultry has been through. And, um, you know, you've seen everything from uh, antibiotic-free and all these different trends that have happened, but also some of the things that have happened in their industry as far as consolidation and vertical integration. 
and differentiation of products and all of those kind of things. I think it'll be very interesting, and it'll give us possibly a peek at our future. Right, exactly. And get ready for that future, because uh, when consumers make a decision on what they will or will not tolerate at the grocery store, it is all about providing it for them. Another phrase, man, I'll tell you, that we have all had to come to grips with is called blockchain. If you've never heard the phrase blockchain, baby, you better start studying up on it now. I don't know about you, Shelly, but the amount of time I've spent learning about the relationship blockchain means not just to the dairy industry, but Wisconsin agriculture in general is amazing. And this is another hot topic for Thursday. You know, it's kind of both exciting and scary. So it'll be scary until we understand it. It'll be, I think, exciting when we really know how to how it's going to have an impact on us and what we're going to, we're going to have to do. But it's all about traceability. It's about how fast and um, how accurately they can trace the product that's on your plate as a consumer and as a family back to my, my barn and the cow that produced the milk. And so how do they do this? How will it impact um, maybe some of the operations and the practices that we have? How will we have the tracking on farm? And what does this all look like? I think that the, the future is Again, once I understand it, it'll be exciting. Right now, the unknown is always a little bit scary, but it is about traceability, and we're bringing that that industry in to tell us what this is all going to mean. You know, and the thing about that blockchain or the traceability issue is a company, a food company, can make a decision today, and you might say initially, well, that, that doesn't impact me. You might be surprised where your milk, where your product is actually ending up, if that uh, processor, if that food provider says, as of January 31st, we need to know where every gallon of milk is coming from, and you're not ready to get on that train, you'll get left behind, as we've so aptly learned over the past few years. And that is so, so, so true, because as a, as a dairy farmer, when I think about the product that's leaving my farm, it's milk. I produce this, this wholesome, very complete, nutritionally packed product. And when it leaves here, that wholesome, nutritionally packed product becomes a lot of different things. That one tanker load of milk could go, you know, it, it could be milk on the shelf as well as have some products in there that are also going to be in baby formula that could be, end up all the way around the globe. Mm-hmm. So they take our milk apart and make it into lots and lots and lots of different things all at the same time. So it goes in a thousand different directions when we really think about how it's made into products. And as we kind of talk more about uh, the diversity of issues that our Wisconsin dairy industry has got to pay attention to, right here back at home, I don't think we ever take our eye off it, but getting experts together to talk about it is a rarity. How we're handling our Wisconsin water quality issue. I wish that consumers could sit in, lean in, as you like to say, Shelley, on this one, because you've got some of the best to share the latest research and help guide farmers on the issues they've got to address, or maybe how they're already addressing it. You know, there's so much that happens on our farms, and water is the center of everything for all of us. Water is ultimately food. It's what, um, you know, we turn on the taps. I think in some cases we take it for granted in this country that we can just turn on the tap and get the fresh water that we want. And drilling down for those of us that live on the land that have been here for forever, you know, five, six generations, we don't like to change our zip code here in our family, learning about some of the practices that, you know, if it's cover crops and those kind of things, but what is really the challenges we're facing? We're learning more about our water, groundwater, surface water, and those kind of things, as well as what are some of the things that we can be doing 
not just on the farm, but everybody from septics to, I don't know, the, the products that you might be throwing away from your house. You know, it, it is the products of our land when there is a big flush and a big rain, all those kind of things. So I think we're just on the cusp of really starting to understand what's happening under the surface and ultimately what impacts every glass of milk. Um, water is food. It's the center of our life, and that's why this is a, a topic. Water quality is the topic that every single, not just farmer, every single citizen of this state should be there to hear and to learn along with us because we own it together. Yep, exactly. Shelly Meyer along with us, Executive Director, Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin. We're talking about their Dairy Insight Summit this Thursday, December 5th at the Sheraton Hotel just off uh, John Nolan Drive right here in Madison. Starts at 9 with registration. They've got lunch as well and concludes 4.30 in the afternoon. You know, Shelly, there's other items we could talk about on this conference uh, schedule that's fantastic all the way around. The other thing that you and I have talked about off the radio is trying to just get away for a minute, trying to separate yourself from the standing corn, from the ruts in the fields, from the milk price situation and the bleeding mouths that are out in the barn still needing to be fed, trying to give yourself a little bit of a break, a little bit of distance for a minute to focus on the industry as a whole and maybe as important, network with other dairy producers. Uh, This weather gets to us. Uh, maybe this is just a great way to release some of that tension and hopefully change our attitudes for a minute. You know, it, you have to change your stride every once in a while if you're going to continue to win the race. And I think the hardest thing, and this is kind of, uh, you know, it's ironic for, for us to say that here at, at our farm, too, because we rarely get away. But getting away and changing and thinking about something new makes when you come home some of the challenges that you were trying to solve a lot more apparent. Just take a step back. And this is such a great opportunity. One day in Madison, maybe you get an hour on the way home and you can stop and knock something off your Christmas list if you want to or if you need to race home to get back to the farm. At least you take new ideas back and, and topics that you're thinking about. And ultimately, the future is shaped by those who show up. And we have to be at the table on these topics as they're talking about water in our communities are talking about um, how our products, how they're going to trace back and hold us accountable in new and different ways with technology. We have to be there. And then also topics of things like animal health and the health of our, our people that are on our farms. Those are all topics that is a great investment of time, but the biggest investment and the thing that runs your business and ultimately shapes your future every single day is your mind. And giving yourself a break is as important as when you wake up in the morning and having a glass of milk or having that first cup of coffee, giving yourself some time to pull it together. And that means it is ultimately the most important that you take a day, an afternoon, half a day, and get away from the farm. Boy, well said, and I hope you'll take that advice. Thanks, Shelly. Shelly Meyer joining us live uh, this morning to get you excited about the upcoming Dairy Insight Summit this Thursday. Registration starts at 9. You want to see a closer look at the agenda and uh, register in advance, they would welcome that. PDPW.org is their website. You'll find the details there. And as always, you can call them toll-free as well, 800 947 7379. All out of time. Could talk for a long time with Shelly about what's coming up. We'll see you at the conference Thursday. I'll be back here to.